Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dean Blandino from Fox Sports, and you are listening to the Quick Snap Podcast. Welcome to the episode of the Quick Snap Podcast. Week two is in the bag, and today you've got me and Scott reviewing, or yeah, reviewing week two, seeing how it all went. Uh, to me, it is injury week. What are you thinking, Scott? Oh, mate, it was a nightmare, wasn't it? It's just, uh, I mean, it was a great week of football, but yeah, the injuries are shit. If you're thinking about fancy football, forget about it now because I think everyone had a player that affected their team. Oh, definitely. I, I had Barkley in one of my leagues. That's uh, that's that dumb for. <laughs> yeah, honestly, madness. Madness. Well, it's going to be a big episode. We're going to review all the games and so we'll crack on. You, As usual, we have got a player of the week. We've got a bust of the week. We've got a game of the week. And we have a player of the week. So, Scott... Who was your player of the week? Now, bearing in mind, I think there's only one of three people it could be, so. Well, I mean, I've got to give a shout out to, to Derek Carr, but I'm not going to pick him. Oh, my I God. Won't, I won't be that, I won't be that clinical. I won't be that, you know. I think it's got to be, it's got to be Russell Wilson, hasn't it? You know, I mean, it went, tickle that, that Patriots defence. I know you picked him last week, but I went with Minchu last week, so I don't feel like I'm backing it up too much. Uh, yeah, I mean, Five touchdowns against that Pat's defense. It was all you give it to. Yeah, I mean, I will absolutely be made up if you keep picking Russell Wilson all year. But <laughs> although he did have an unbelievable, unbelievable game, I've gone with Aaron Jones. Now that guy had an yeah. unbelievable game: two hundred and thirty-six total yards of offense and three touchdowns. On the ground, he had nine point three yards per carry. Now. Take your hat off, mate. Hey, fantasy. If you had him in fantasy, you were laughing, weren't you? I mean, he was just, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't believable. I did. I, can't, I, can't, I did. You fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he was. Yeah. Right. We'll cover him more when he actually review his game. So, boss of the week, who are you going with? I don't want to go with the whole Falcons team. <laughs> You know what? I'll let you. I'll let you. It's just, it, it was it was unbelievable. They blew that. I can't believe it. I know they make a habit, don't they? I'm not going to go on the Super Bowl too much, but yeah, they they make a habit out of finding a way to lose. It seems, and I like I just I was actually so pissed off for him. I don't even know what the hell happened. Honestly, it was a disgrace. That that team should be ashamed of themselves. You know, the only the only good thing about it, there was no fans in there to watch it because. Yeah. Falcons fans do not deserve this constant barrage of abuse. But I mean, it is a. It, it just. I, mean, I know. I know. I know. In, I know. In, foot, in English football, over here, I'm an Everton fan, and I've had loads of years of just being like shit on by my team. Like that is a joke. What they did again this this weekend. Well, what were they doing at onside kick? They, just, they left it alone. Like just dive on the ball. Was, they said that afterwards that they were just uh, they were too scared to touch it, and then the Cowboys were allowed to touch it afterwards. That's absolute horseshit. Yeah. They just didn't know what they were doing. Exactly. You can't. You can't give excuses. Oh crap. No. Faulty. Right. My well, my bust. My bust was also going to be one of the Falcons players, Julio Jones, two for four for twenty-four. But I changed it last minute to okay. Kirk Cousins. 
Oh, mate. He... 11. <laughs> 11, Patrick, 11 completions out of 26 for 113 yards and three interceptions. If you hadn't been fancy this week, I feel very sorry for you. You finished on negative fancy points. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I'm going to come on at Cousins later, but yeah, he just he had a shocker. That a Colts, they've got a decent defense, but they're nothing. You know, they're not exactly, you know, the Ravens from 2000 or anything like that. They, they're not going to absolutely destroy you. So I don't know what his excuse is. He was crap. Yeah, it was right. Play of the week. There was a there was a number of unbelievable plays this weekend. They were some absolute, like I say, a brilliant week of football. I'm, I'm going to go back to Seahawks game and that Moore touchdown, David Moore touchdown. Uh, when he Walking went, backwards into the end zone. Yeah, keeping his feet in and he just clipped the pylon and then got his, he still got his foot down even after he clipped the pylon. He was, like, he was already in and he just thought, nah, I'll, I'll finish yeah. it off the pile. Bit of toe drag swag. Very clever. Very clever. Very clever football player. Yeah. You know what? Uh, you know what, Scott? This is a great having you on the podcast now, mate. You're a big, you're a big Seahawks fan deep down, aren't you? It does sound like it. Yeah. I, I love Russell Wilson. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, not going to hate on the Seahawks. Good man. I, I've actually gone with the Patrick Mahomes pass to Tyreek Hill. They were getting beat all game, and out of nowhere, he scrambles to the right, finds Tyreek Hill in double coverage. Incredible, and then for the Tyreek Hill to have. The sense to roll over backwards yeah. and keep his feet up, and then and, and walk into the end zone. Still, was impressive considering he knew he, he knew he wasn't touched. He knew he could still go to the end zone. So clever play. And uh, I mean that throw from Mahomes was just pure talent. When it was getting pressured, he was just you know it's not, yeah, it's not the joke. Not that throw at all. No, no, you're right. Um, the, the game of the week. Who have you got? I think it's only be one game personally, but. Yeah, it's annoying to sort of uh, to pick it and sort of be so obvious, but that that Falcons Cowboys game it just had everything in it. I mean, yeah, it, it has to be. It has to be. Game, they, the way they threw it away. I mean, actually, how the Cowboys started as well. You know, they, they fumbled what three times in ten ten players, ten offensive players. Yeah, twenty twenty points down, whatever they were, and then yeah, for Falcons to blow it like that, it's, it had everything, but oh. yeah. If, if, we're, if we're both picking that game, we'll, we'll cover that game first. So, yeah, go for it. Now, all I'm going to say is MVP. MVP. See, MVP. This, this is the one thing I'm going to argue with on this game. And I, I, I know I said to you earlier, I'm coming for an argument tonight because I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. He, right. I'm not going to say he didn't play well. Dak did play well. He got, I know he got 450 yards, which is great. But that Falcons defense is pretty shit. So, Putting that, putting his yards aside for one second, he should have got more than one passing touchdown in that game. The Falcons' defense was was dog, and he, you know he missed CD Lamb from about two yards out. I know he scored next play, but I just think he's the Cowboys. The Cowboys came back from the running game, and the Falcons letting them in rather than Dak winning that game. You could be the only person on this planet who could slate somebody for only scoring one passing touchdown when they scored three rushing touchdowns. Do you know how many yards those rushing touchdowns combined for? Four. Doesn't matter. He scored them. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter. That's 450 yards through the air he had. 450 yards through the air. He made 34 or 47 passes completed. He had a total, a total of four touchdowns. Now, Tell me how that isn't down to him. Okay, the rest of the team are talented, yeah. but he has to still pick that team up, put them on his back, not give up, carry on going. Um, he has to beat the Falcons. You know, I'm not saying, like I said, he had a good game. He had a, he had a very good game, but that was not a case of him winning the game for them. Matt, Matt Ryan had four touchdowns on the other team. He had four touchdowns for the Falcons. You know, it's... Uh, it's where, you know, Matt Ryan's got as many touchdowns and happened to lose the game, but it doesn't mean Dak outplayed him. I don't know. Yeah. Well, CD Lamb had a great game. He had six for 106. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan had an unbelievable game. 273 yards and four touchdowns. It was the only, only team, I think it's the only team to score 39 points 
with no turnovers to have lost the game. I think it's like in since nineteen thirty three or something. I think wow. I think every other team was like four hundred and forty for none until the Falcons decided to do it. Well, I mean that's mad. But sums up, doesn't it? Really. In the off season, I said Calvin Ridley probably wasn't ready just yet to be a wide receiver one, and how wrong was I? Calvin Ridley seven receptions for one hundred nine yards and two touchdowns, absolutely yeah. swamping Julio Jones, making him look like he's the receiver too. Oh, definitely. Pick, but, pick yeah, people were. You know, you know, it's almost like it's too good to be true, though, with him. He, he's that good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I've got Todd Gurley on there who did struggle. He, he got 21 attempts for 61 yards, 2.9 yards per carry. It's a bit mm. bit of a poor showing, especially when they were up at one point and they could have just ran the ball through him. Yeah, they struggled a bit with that. But that might, that might be the uh, the weak point of the offense a little bit. Gurley, I thought it was going to be a great. Great addition, but he's not quite got up to speed yet. So we'll see. Yeah. So if we go to the next game we're going to cover, it's going to be the Chiefs versus the Chargers. Seconds before the game, they pulled Tyrod out. They yeah. put Herbert in. Nice little surprise for us all. Herbert went 22 for 30, 22 and 33 for 311 yards and a touchdown and interception as well. Yeah, you know, he's a rookie, so what can you expect? Yeah. But he looked very, very impressive, I think. Uh, I, I'm all for the uh, for Herbert in the start now. And I'm a Raiders fan, so I don't want to see Chargers doing too well. But I think compared to what Tyrod were doing, he's too safe, he's too predictable. Herbert were like, he was like a sort of younger Josh Allen. And Allen's not very old. But, you know, he was he was running the ball well. He's a big guy, strong arm. Uh, and... Yeah, he's going to make those mistakes. That that took, that interception did probably cost him the game in the end, but he made it exciting. It kept pace with with Mahomes for the full game. You know, well he was beating Mahomes for the whole game. Exactly. Yeah, I think it, obviously people people will look into Eckler to take the next step this year. Mm. And I spoke to uh, Sky on the TCK podcast over in San Francisco, and he told me to watch out for Joshua Kelly. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> this is Eckler's this is Eckler's backfield. Joshua yeah. Kelly was incredible. They yeah. both of them, running back by committee, it was just an absolute game for the running backs. It, 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 it's honestly a positive little sign for when and they bring Herbert in, like he isn't on his own, that he has got that, that back up there with the two, yeah. two running backs by committee. Yeah, I mean, at the start of the season, that's why I sort of questioned charges a little bit. I wondered if Eckler could carry the whole load and who was going to support him. But yeah, you're right, Kelly's... He's uh, he started off his rookie year pretty, pretty, uh, pretty well. So good, good compliment to Eckler. Yeah, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, he had a bit of a quiet game. Ten for thirty-eight on the ground, six for thirty-two in the air. You know, not not the biggest game. But obviously, they were chasing the game throughout the whole the whole time, so they weren't really going to run the ball much. But no. didn't have the biggest game, and then you know, Mahomes is the, the biggest rushing leader on the team when he's six for fifty-four. It's a little bit worrying for when you've got that starving back in place. Yeah, but like you said, they were chasing the game, and I think uh, Chargers were ready after this all week one. They were probably ready for a hilarious a little bit more than Texans were. Uh, and Chargers, they can yeah. play, they play Chiefs close every time. It's like me and Tom were saying last week. It's, it was never going to be a, a completely dull walkover game. Mahomes, obviously, not the biggest uh, Mahomes game you've ever seen. He did struggle. At the beginning, the Chiefs' defence looked very, very, very good. But obviously, you cannot stop Patrick Mahomes. He always pulls something out of the bag. He ended up with 27 and 47, 302 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, you know, obviously with a 54 yards on the ground. Mm. At the end of the day, it looked like a good box score. But when you looked at him, he was struggling at times during that game. They were getting to him fast. Yeah, the O-line struggled a bit, but I mean, if that's a quiet game for you, it's how good Mahomes is, isn't it? Really? Yeah, that, I, I, that, that's, the, that's the thing. That was a quiet game for him, and he ended up smashing the life out of it. Yeah. So, we'll move on to another game, which which is a little bit of a worry. Now, we're going on to the Rams at the Eagles. Yeah. The Rams smashing the life out of the Eagles. Now, we... I'm, or I'm actually worried about Carson Wentz. Like, this, this may be a bit too early if I jump with a gun. Mm. But I am genuinely worried about Carson Wentz. He had 26 of 43 for 242 and two interceptions. And he got one rushing touchdown. It is a worry. Like, he is, 
not finding his receivers. He's not finding any rhythm at all. He is really struggling behind that O line. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm a big Wentz fan. I've got to be honest, I am. But even I'm sort of slightly. I'm not going to say I'm worried yet, but I'm concerned that he's he's not starting the season very well at all. You know, if he doesn't pick it up next week, luckily they're in a in a pretty soft division overall. But uh, yeah, if he doesn't pick it up next couple of games, they're going to be too far behind to catch up. And yeah, it's, it is yeah. slightly concerning. Yeah. But. So it's it's we haven't we haven't actually made uh, gone through our scores, which is a weird thing as well. Yeah. I'll um, I'll put our scores on the on the website, but we did not do that fantastically. We picked, I think we got the right um, games, but scores wise, we were not great. I mean, um, I was, yeah, I was struggling in the games. I mean, to be honest, I I realised uh, of the games that we didn't pick, I was spot on. Of the games that the six picks that we did go for, I only got three out of six right. So I was uh, I was struggling in competition this week. Uh, yeah, it wasn't ideal. Yeah. Um, we're we'll wait, we'll waiting for Tom to send us our results through. Tom's on his uh, on his holidays, having a nice time in the sun. Yeah. He's going to record a little piece for me to put in with the uh, the charges. So he was obviously bragging about how he was saying the charge would be a close game, and I thought it'd be a walkover. Yeah. So we'll put that in the podcast somewhere. But with yeah. regards to the Eagles, Sanders back to a, back to a good game, over a yeah. hundred yards. Yeah, he did all right. Other than that, wasn't much to write home about apart from the injury to Cam Akers and is it uh, Boom as well went off with an injury. Yeah, I mean it's well, oh. dropping down, aren't they? But at least like you know, like you guys called last week, McVeigh's got that offense looking pretty pretty slick. I mean they've not got one top star receiver that just to feed the ball to, but they've got a good set of all-round receivers. The running game's working pretty well. And now, we, like you said, with Donald and Ramsey and defence, that's kind of taken care of it. So, yeah, they're looking, they're looking yeah. unexpected. Yeah, it, it's it's worrying that um, that all McVeigh um, has to do is make quick plays mm. and it just looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll move on. We'll move on to the Steelers going at the Broncos. Obviously, the Steelers won that game. 26-21, a tight game. Mm. Drew Locke exited the game with a shoulder injury. Looks like he's out for two to four weeks. And then, obviously, at the same time, Cortland Sutton's out now for the rest of the season. Nightmare. Bit worrying. But Big Ben had a good game. 29-41. Over 300 passing yards. Two, two touchdowns, so fair play to him. Connor came back with an over 100-yard game and a touchdown. You know what the best, most impressive part of this game? Oh. Chase Claypool. Oh. Chase Claypool. <laughs> Taking the fantasy Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, fantastic player. I think the uh, I think with the Steelers, though, as much as they won the game and Big Ben got some pretty decent stats, I think they sort of struggled to pull away from a Broncos team with Driscoll at quarterback and Sutton in and out. And he ended up on, you know, he's gone out for the full season now after the second half injury but yeah they, they didn't look overly convincing I didn't think against what's a, actually a pretty banged up Broncos yeah so I, I was an absolute bold guy predicting the Steelers would go 4-12 and 12, and obviously nobody thought that was <laughs> going to happen um, but and, and they started off 2-0 which is obviously not great for my predictions but no. my, my only thing I was saying to like the boys on the weekend was yeah okay they won a, a team led by Jeff Driscoll yeah. came close with five within five points, and it wasn't the defense's fault because the defense is absolutely stacked. Mm. It's because the offense just stalled at a certain point. It's just they should have they should have ran away with that game. They should have they should have got a lead and just gone and gone and gone. And yeah. it, it's it's a little bit of a let's wait and see what happens because let's not get carried away with this team yet. No, definitely. I think especially in a pretty tough division, you know, Ravens obviously look like they're going to run away with it so that's kind of maybe a given at this point but yeah the, the wild card teams in AFC I'm not sure they're going to get past Browns past you know Raiders looking pretty good so far Chargers and Dark Horse there's some pretty good teams that are going to leave that wild card team I'm not sure Steelers are, are better than any of them so yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see yeah. it could be a blip it could be so this is a worrying game the Vikings when obviously it's at the Colts, Colts smashed the life out of them, 28-11. Huh. 
Justin, uh, not Justin, Jonathan Taylor oh, is his backfield. Yeah. 26 carries for 101 yards and a touchdown. My boy. Guess what? Naheem Hines didn't have one single carry. So that is a worry for them. Now, Mo Ali Cox, five receptions for 111 yards. Now, he is benefiting from Jack Doyle being out. Yeah. But other than that, it was... I don't think that um, Rivers had an amazing game. He just played no, okay. He didn't. I mean, he kind of he kind of managed the game like he needed to. But I think that's how the Colts should play this year. You look at that all line is stacked, and then you've got Jonathan Taylor running the ball like he did. I know he didn't get a lot of like yard per carry, sort of steady away. But if they can pound the ball like that and just sort of keep teams on the back foot and just edge victories, that's what they're going to do. And I think they've got a pretty decent defence in the back of it. The tall cousins to shreds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's how that it works. Yeah, it's... The worrying part is obviously Paris Campbell, who looked like he had a good connection with Rivers early on, is now out. He's got MCL, um, I think it's like a sprain. He's yeah. out indefinitely on IR, but it looks like he could be coming back at some point in the season. Mm. And they had uh, Malik Hooker on defence with an Achilles injury out for the season. That's a big miss for them because he was playing really well before he got off injured. So, uh, I mean, the Colts have got the Jets this weekend, so they could literally put their second team out and win. <laughs> so, it's not a big issue. No, they're going to be all right next week. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. So, we'll move on to the Giants versus the Bears. Now, we knew it would be a close game. We all yeah. said it would be a close game. I think Tom said it'd be a shootout. It was not a shootout. <laughs> you don't get a shootout when you've got two awful teams. Big news out of this game was that Saquon Barkley tore his ACL. Oh. The play after that he hurt his arm got up. Everyone's going, he's a machine. He's a monster. He's a monster. Oh. And then ACL, bang, it's gone. Down for the season. Yeah, it's going. You saw it happen. You think he didn't look... He looked in a lot of pain. Like He, he was... Yeah, he did. It was worrying, but obviously it's turned out yeah. well. So I thought, but now that is that is good. And I've got on the uh, on the Bears side of it. I've got to say, as much as my uh, tongue-in-cheek bold prediction of Trubisky getting more touchdowns and incompletions last week was a bit of a, a bit of joke, but he started all right. You know, he started all right. He had a pretty good first half. I mean, turned back into himself. Yeah. 18 out of 28, yeah. 190 yards, two touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, I mean, yeah, they won the game. Did yeah. they win it convincingly? No. Was he the star of the game? No, it was Montgomery. Yeah. Montgomery had a, a really good game. He did. Uh, 82 yards on the ground, 45 for the end of the touchdown. Very good, very good game, considering he had an absolute stink of the first game. First game. So, hopefully that's him on the up now but I just think Trubisky how many more games like that can he afford to have before Foles comes in I mean the thing is it's so frustrating about him you saw he started the game five for five and two touchdowns and he had a touchdown pass dropped later on it for in first quarter first half and I was thinking is he actually you know is he going to kick on a bit after that Lions game and then he just got to shit again you think yeah he is, ter- he is terrible he is terrible it's frustrating, but you're right. Maybe yeah. Foles come in, but while they're winning, the two and zero. So while they're winning, they probably stick with him. But he's not long term, I don't think. Yeah, I agree. Going on to the Bengals versus the Browns, unbelievable yeah. Ohio shootout yeah. on the Thursday night football. Brilliant. Everyone was saying to me, "I'm I'm not staying up for that game." And I'm like, "I am. It's going to be unreal." <laughs> and it was unreal. I mean, there's there's one thing to note from this game. Joe Burrow may not have another game in maybe the next five years of his career where he throws sixty-one passes. He he was just like, like, he was firing like it's not that he just threw sixty-one passes. They were attacking downfield. They were it was looking pretty yeah on it. Like I don't know how many yards he ended up with. Was it three hundred and sixty odd ones? Three mid three hundreds. But he uh, yeah three touchdowns. He looked really sharp and you know. It's going to be it's going to be upsetting for him because he's going to be losing a lot of games. But he said afterwards he don't like to lose. It's the first time he's ever lost two in a row. He thinks 
his old football career. Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's, he's going to have to get used to it this season, I think. But long term, he looks, yeah, he looks sharp, doesn't he? He looks quality. So. Just, I, I do feel for him because I think he's one of the most impressive looking quarterbacks out of college straight away. Yeah, he's so a I think yeah, he's got a good he's got a good career ahead of him. I think Baker Mayfield, by the way, Baker Mayfield, mm. give him his shoe. I know you don't like much of him, but sixteen out of twenty three, two hundred nineteen yards, two touchdowns. He did throw an interception to double double coverage, which was a bit of a. I think he got to be excited. The player did look open to be fair, but it was a good play by the defense getting across pretty fast and intercepting the ball. Nick Chubb went. Off <laughs> 22 for 124 on the ground and two touchdowns. Take mm-hmm. your hat off. And that then it was the end there. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt had the whole fourth quarter to himself and he just dominated 10 for 86 on the ground and mm-hmm. one touchdown and then 215 through the air and another touchdown. Very, yeah. very impressive. It was. I mean, I think but you know, you know who wasn't very impressive. So I go on. And there was what well, he wasn't impressive. Mixon, Mixon absolutely stung. 16 to 46, 2.9 yards per carry. Now, people drafted Mixon in the first round of fancy drafts, and he has not repaid them kindly so far. No, no, I think he's well, he's got his money now as well, hasn't he? So maybe he's got he's a bit less motivated, but I don't know. I think uh, they've, got, they've got a pretty decent looking offense if they can get him going. Um, you know, Burroughs looks good. He's firing yeah. about. If they can get running games, they'll, they'll be scoring a lot of points just if they can keep him out, I guess. So, oh, so. I think Mixon needs to have a little wake-up call because mm. he, he, I think he needs to realise that he can't just run into a stack box. Last <laughs> year, towards the end of the season, what he was doing well was mm. finding space, but he was running into stack boxes this time. And well, you've got to realise when you've got a quarterback that talented, you are going to get that many opportunities because he's going to be throwing the ball a lot. So you need to use them. Anyway, who am I to tell him? Who am I to tell <laughs> Joe Mixon that's a football? You give him, you give him that advice. I bet he's listening. I'm sure Joe Mixon listens to Quick Snap every week. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen up, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Try and find some space, pal. <laughs> <laughs> so the next game up is the impressive even though they were the losers, Jaguars at the Titans. Now, that is a 33-30 games of Titans. Nobody ever thought the Jaguars would do this in the first two games of the season. But Gardner Minshew has been impressive. There's been, you know what, I, I can't pronounce his name, but it's Chenault, the receiver uh, of the Jaguars. Very like, good. Like Chenault, yeah. You know what? They're, they're looking, yeah, very good. They've looked very impressive going forward. I mean, the defence obviously is letting them down a bit, but... Like you said, they're, they're at least they're, they're fighting for it. You know, they're giving it everything yeah. they've got, and that's why you can play it. Really. impressive. The defense, has, yeah, the defense hasn't been that bad either. It's been all right. And James Robinson obviously has been an absolute superstar, undrafted yeah. rookie. Yeah. And you know, to be fair, his defense wasn't very good, but Henry only had twenty-five uh, carries for eighty-four yards. Like you will not see that again all season. Like no, if he no. if he gets twenty five carries again, he's not going to get under hundred yards again ever no, no, this season. Have, I mean, teams are going to focus on him a bit, and it did kind of show when you know Tannehill when he got four touchdowns and he and he sort of went off a little bit. So jo- by the way, Jonathan yeah. Smith, jo- I end for Tennessee. Jo- yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think I might start my own um, fancy football podcast. You know, so my uh, my home league, I had Aaron Jones and. George Kittle got injured, so I drafted in Jonu Smith. Oh, what, what an absolute pickup! Two uh, touchdowns. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I kind of thought the game didn't have him as a as a pick somebody to break out a bit because it does take tight ends a bit of time in the league, and you know they've got rid of Delaney Walker, so they had to step up. But yeah, that was yeah, yeah done well. Big game. So going on to another divisional game, uh, the Panthers at the Bucks. Obviously, the Bucks won 31-17. The GOAT is back to winning ways, although he didn't look that fantastic. Pretty yeah. average, uh, 217 yards and just the one touchdown. And again, another interception, which again was his fault. Wasn't anyone, any of the receivers um, not doing their thing. But guess what, Scott? Leonard Fournette has got his backfield back. <laughs> oh, 12 for 103 and two touchdowns. Oh. I'm, uh, back. 
I'm waiting for next week when he goes back to Ronald Jones being the main the main guy. <laughs> Just you wait. No chance. There's no there, there's no chance. Ronald Jones fumbled the ball. He got kicked out straight away. Uh, you know, I've got to say, Fauna, he broke that that run. He broke off for fifty odd yards. What was it? He did look. You know, he, the one thing he has got, he's got speed when he gets through, and he's a pretty big guy, so he, he does yeah. a bit of getting down. But I'm not going to crown him the you know the new best back in the league. Fair enough. Any any compliment from yourself about Fauna, I will take. So obviously, Mike Evans went for seven for one hundred and four and a touchdown as well. However, that was not the big story of the receivers. Mm. Um, I've forgotten his name now. Wow. Who's <laughs> the little receiver? For the books? Yeah. Miller. Scott Miller? Yeah, Scotty Miller. Yeah. Dropped his touchdown pass, didn't he? And Bruce Arians was not shy. No. He was about he's... saying, if you keep dropping them, we'll, we'll stop throwing them to you. He's been a bit cutthroat, hasn't he, Arians? He's not, not fucking around, is he? I think he's kind of thought, you know, Brady's here. This is it. We're gonna kick. We're gonna just smash everyone. And I think he's sort of believing it a bit too much. Like, it's just as soon as anything yeah, goes wrong, maybe. he's just ripping into him. And it's like, you know, it's gonna take a bit of time to gel, isn't it? But, and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, doing that talk, are you? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. But obviously, McCaffrey as well. You know, he's he's out down and out now for four to six weeks. And he basically said, that's a challenge for me. You'll try and get that down. We saw how Saquon Barkley struggled last year coming back from a high ankle sprain. Yeah. So we'll see how he does this year. But he still managed to get two touchdowns. Um, kept him under 60 yards. So the books, they are good against the run. Yeah. But still two touchdowns. And then he had DJ Moore, eight for 120. But oh my God, Bridgewater had an absolute stinker. Even the, the books were doing their very best to try and lose that game in like the third and fourth quarter. And 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 Bridgewater just couldn't do enough. It was just it was hard to watch. No, I, I think that's right. the for next few weeks, isn't it? McCaffrey's uh, McCaffrey is that offense, and if he's out for a few weeks, it's a worry. Yeah, we've got to see now what these receivers can do because the receivers are quite good. DJ Moore, Samuel, yeah. and uh, Robbie Anderson. So it'd be good to see if they can actually make something of it. Because yeah. Mike Davis isn't a bad running back. They might be all right, but Bridgewater's got to step up. Yeah, I, I, and isn't that isn't this a bit mad that they let let Cam go and Cam smashing the life out of it now and they've got Bridgewater struggling. Oh, Bridgewater's getting paid twenty million pound a year as well, or dollars a year. Sorry, I know. Right, lesson two. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Next game is oh, I can see you're wearing a Jess jersey as well, which you should be an absolutely ashamed of yourself for. I, no, I'm wearing this. I'm wearing this because I feel sorry for him. Somebody's got to give the jet. Yeah. Well, somebody, somebody somewhere has got to pull a jet jersey on because the players are. So oh. you know the, the jet. Yeah, the players are not pulling that jersey on. You're right. Thirty-one, thirteen. They lost against the second-string 49ers. They lost. <laughs> oh. Nick Bosa to an ACL. Solomon to a knee injury. Mostart to a knee injury. Garoppolo to a high ankle sprain. Jeez, this team got absolutely battered. Yeah. And they still won. And listen to this. This wasn't the end of it. They yeah. they had an MRI truck going down to the, the facility to help out. That broke down on the way there. They had a plane to fly out of New York to go back home, which got hit on the runway. So they had to delay for six hours. That 49ers team went through the wars and they yeah. still beat the Jets. Well, you know, the, the player that summed that game up with the. Well, they started off with that monster 80 yard touchdown, which was class, but. The third and third and thirty-one was it, and the the forty-nineers ran it. Yeah, and picked it up, and I'm like, well, that's just Jets. Yeah, awful. honestly, <laughs> the Jets are awful. Honestly, they are awful. I've never been so so confident on a zero and nine prediction in my life. <laughs> honestly, it's looking pretty good. Listen, listen to this. We were discussing we were discussing the Jets receivers, weren't we? Earlier in the well, I think it was yesterday morning. Braxton Berrios and Josh Malone will be the starting receivers against the Colts this weekend. Is that real? Is that is that real? I don't I don't even get where I mean what have they been doing in free agency and drafts in like trades? What like they haven't, what are they doing? They haven't got three fit receivers. The thing is it's a lot honestly. They let, they let Robbie Anderson go at Panthers for pretty much well, not big money. He didn't sign massive money. And then no. he replaced him. It's like, it's a, yeah, it's a joke. But. I've got a sneaky feeling somebody in that Jets, that Jets uh, franchise is, is tanking. 
They are going to tank. All, they've got tank all the way down to the end. And then, you know what they'll do? They're going to trade Sam Darnold to the Raiders. And they're going to draft Trevor Lawrence. It's just to the Raiders. Um, anyway, I, you know, I like Darnold. I do like Darnold. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I've got Derek Carr. Uncle. No, the thing is, like, if whoever thinks that Sam Darnold is a problem in Jets, that they don't know what they're on about. Like, he's the only guy that's doing anything remotely good. Like, it's just weird. I don't Honestly. Bonk as well. I wish him all the very best in his next game, but he hasn't hit this season. It's going to go downhill for him. Yeah. Nick Mullins is now going to be the starter for the 49ers, but they're going back to the Met life to play the Giants, where they're saying they did not like a turf there. So that should be an interesting one. If they get yeah. any more injuries, Kyle Shanahan might explode on the sideline. So keeping it up in New York. Well, actually, the Bills played in Miami, didn't they? They played yeah. 31 against the uh, Dolphins, 28. The game was postponed because of lightning during the middle of it. They came back out and Josh Allen had an absolute game of his life. The second, second consecutive game, over 270 yards. He was 417 yards and four touchdowns. And guess what, Scott? What's that? No interceptions in the first two weeks. You know what? He's, he's, I mean, a lot of people said he was a dark horse MVP and I wasn't sure he'd be sort of accurate and he might make some interceptions that have push him out of that but he's looking like he's on fire and that you see that runway yeah. he just smashed Kyle Van Noy and then shrugged off a defensive lineman like yeah he's a, he's a beast with ball and hand as well he's, he's absolutely yeah I mean what is he 6'6 six, six, whatever he is so he's a big guy but yeah he can do it all really so I'm uh, very impressed I'm with him it. on the other side of the ball obviously the Dolphins did make it a close game it wasn't a blowout in any of it any uh... no. In by any means, sorry. The Fitzgerald got 31 uh, out of 47 passes, 328 yards and two touchdowns. Very impressive, to be fair. And Kaseki, eight oh. receptions for 130 yards and a touchdown. That was a great game for him. Did you see that great one game? Catch? That, that one on the catch he pulled up? Yeah. Like, that was beautiful. Unbelievable. That was quality. It's yeah. got a bright future him. It's got a bright, and especially when he's going to have two coming to the team soon. Well, into the start lineup soon. Yeah, he's got a bright future. Yeah, the Dolphins look good going forward. Probably struggle this year a little bit, but yeah, going forward look alright. I, I did see something about Byron Jones being injured as well, which is not good for the Dolphins. Um, so we'll see what comes of that. Mm. So, moving on to the Lions and the Packers. Bit of a stinker for Stafford and the boys. Packers absolutely tranced them. Double the score, 42-21. Bit of a joke, if I'm honest. Aaron Jones showed as recently we know. He was a leading rusher and leading receiver for the team. Obviously, Devontae Adams went out with a um, hamstring injury, so it's not ideal for him. No. We're not sure how long he'll be out for. They say it's not too serious, but, you know, hamstrings, it could be a week, could be two. Um, Rogers only had 18 completions out of 30 passes and he was 240 for two touchdowns not the Rogers show this week but it was the Aaron Jones show oh definitely I mean like you say that we, you start up you can start up every game with injuries can you so Adam's been out not great for for Rogers or the rest of the team because the receiver was a bit thin after Adams but yeah, yeah Jones man Jones was he was everywhere absolutely everywhere with catching passes out wide, he was lining up in the slot. He was, yeah, a pound of balls. It was quality. Um, I like Aaron Jones. He's a good all-round back. Good guy. Yeah, I was a bit worried. If I'm honest, I, I had a few discussions with a few of the boys when we were coming into the fantasy season that I wasn't looking to draft him because they drafted a running back in the second round, which to me says that they're going to do committee. You know, Jamal Adam, Jamal Williams had a big part of the offense last season. Aaron Jones did too, but obviously it was it was a bit of a concern. I thought I'm not taking that risk on him this year because he could well he could easily be at the committee, and it's gone the opposite way. Aaron Jones is just taking over the backfield again. He's just too talented for being to be in the committee. Yeah, I think it's the same kind of situation. You know, I, I did the same with people like Raheem Mostert when you think oh they've got Coleman McKinnon, but when they're that much talent, that much talent, then they're going to shine out there. And Jones is doing the same. He's just he's taking over. So. Yeah. Very, very, very good. Obviously, the rookie, DeAndre Swift, was there. He had a good game, to be fair. You know, five for 60. Um, do you think they miss Golladay a lot? It's a bit of a concern. Yeah, Hopefully, yeah, yeah. he's back this week. 
Yeah, because I think I think Swift will come good. I think he'll come good. I think they came up, up against a pretty tough Packers team, and they obviously they were chasing the game most of the game, so there wasn't much chance to run the ball through him. But um, I think he'll come good, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I mean, like I say, Dolladay is a big miss for Stafford, and I mean Marvin Jones is a, is a great receiver. Like if they can get them both together, and that uh, TJ Hawkinson, the tight end, he looks pretty decent as well. So if they get Dolladay back, they've probably got a pretty decent offense going, uh, but they do look like they're missing just a. A bit, a big player guy. That's what they're missing, I think. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. The um, next, next game up, we've got the football team up against the Cardinals. Now, I'm, I am trying to find Kyler Murray in every league I'm in because Kyler is unreal. Honestly, he looks faster than Lamar. I know that's a bold statement because Lamar Jackson's unreal, but yeah, I think it's how because he's so small. His legs move so quick. It's like he's like, like a cartoon. Yeah. He's so, he's so funny. Yeah, he's, yeah he's you're right. It is funny. But he I, was I, so he, fast. Yeah. He's just, he's, uh, he can do it all, can't he? I mean, you saw his, his touchdown run from 30-odd yards where he just sort of danced his way through. And then he's, at, he's a really good pocket passer as well. He's not, he's not needing to do much of it. But he's really good from the pocket. Yeah. Right? Uh, and and people are worried about... People worry about Hopkins. You know, this is like a funny thing. I had a lot of arguments on, on uh, our Instagram with Texans fans saying Hopkins wasn't the good one. It was all Watson. You know, Hopkins won't do well in um, in Arizona. Yeah. You'll see. You'll take ages. DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver in the league. There, yeah. and it's, there's no question about it. He's yeah. incredible, and it took him no time at all. And I was saying to my friends. It is not hard for Murray and him to gel when Hopkins is always open. He's <laughs> yeah. always open. Well, it's just it can sort of run every route, can't it? As well, I mean, that's one of the things about people like Michael Thomas. Everyone says he just runs slant, so he just does this. Nuke just does everything. <laughs> he contested catches. He goes downfield. He comes short. He's just yeah. He's good after the catch. Like like I say, he does everything yeah. really well. So. Yeah, he's a joke. <sighs> Drake, bit of a bit of a slower game, you know. Obviously, he had twenty for eighty-six, still four point three yards for carry, so it's not the worst. But no. I think people were a bit um, pissed off with him because he's playing, you know, the football team. Why he's not scoring points? People are giving him a bit of abuse on Twitter. And I think before the season, he was claiming, "I'll win your fantasy league for you." <laughs> and this week, after okay. his abuse, he said, "Drop me then, and let somebody else in the league hit me up and bless them with a win." Uh, so I think he's spite his dummy out. He's not uh, not impressed. People are giving him abuse. Nah, I mean the thing is Murray takes takes so much like the he takes a lot of rushing yards off him. He takes touchdowns off him. So fantasy wise, yeah, anyone playing with Murray is not going to do that well. I suppose. But. Exactly. On the other side of the ball, not much to write home about really, apart from mm-hmm. McLaurin seven for 125 yards and a touchdown. I think he's the only good part of that offense. No, I know they're saying Gibson's going to be good, but I'm just not not believing it yet. He's, We're going to yeah. swiftly move on because they are not they, they are not talk-worthy. They are no. not talk-worthy. We'll move on. <laughs> so the Ravens absolutely demolishing the Texans as, as we thought it would be, 33-16. Yeah. Watson really struggled again. You know, 275 yards of touchdown interception and only 17 yards on the ground. That's the worrying part, I think. I mean, who, who are the Texans pissed off? <laughs> like, starting the season, I guess. It's Honestly. Raven, <laughs> What's happened? It's, uh, and, and they've got the Steelers next week. Yeah, it's... Have, have they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be great either. I mean, I think they... Uh, yeah, they, were, they, were, they said at the start of the season... You know, we'll start 0-2 and then just see what happens from there. That's probably the best they can hope for. So, it's what they've done. They didn't, but they just don't look competitive enough, though. You know, David Johnson... Not, yeah, David, yeah, David yeah. Johnson good first week, but last week, this week, you're a bit quiet. And the receivers are a bit thin. Quiet, yeah. yeah. Quiet. It was 11 for 34. He was an absolute joke. And Fuller was a ghost. He didn't have one. He had one rush for no yards. Honestly, it was a joke. Yeah. It can see... It's just worrying and all and all sounds. And obviously, outside of the ball, Lamar Jackson, just a monster. 18 out of 24. Just like, how can you stop that? 204 yards and a touchdown, and another 54 yards on the ground. He, and that's what you call a real dual threat quarterback. 
he, he is, I mean, he's my favourite player in football to watch. I mean, I don't think he's the best yet, but he's my favourite definitely to watch. He's just a highlight every time he steps, yeah. he steps on the field. So, yeah, what? He, he, yeah, he's, he's a joke. He's amazing. Obviously, that, that backfield, though, have you got any, any, uh, Ravens running backs in your backfield, honestly, you are in a world of pain because Gus Edwards led the backfield in 73 yards, but other than that, there was like Ingram, there was um, Dobbins, J.K. Dobbins, yeah. Yeah. and like 50 yards each, so it's a proper committee, this. You know, it's a committee with four players, Jackson, more, Edwards, yeah. Ingram, and, and Dobbins, so it's going to be, who would you pick? I mean, each week, that's, I think that's a... Football-wise, you know, in actual fantasy, they are the perfect team, really, out there running the ball. But, yeah, that's yeah. Just, you pick up struggling. So. Yeah. Going on to, I think, probably the second best game of the week. The Seahawks beating the Patriots at home 35-30. Yeah. Russell Wilson, honest to God, that was, a, again, a near-perfect game. Again, 21-28. for 28. He, and he had seven incompletions and he scored five touchdowns. He had an interception early on, which was not his fault. It was Craig Olsen's fault. Yeah. He put the ball in the middle of Olsen's hands and he, he managed to mess it up. I don't know how. They scored a, they scored a uh, pick six within like a minute and a half of the game starting. Yeah. But Chris Carson looked all right. 17 for 72 on the, on the, uh, on the ground. Uh, another 32 in the air and a touchdown. He looked all right. But the thing, the thing that made me happy about being a Seahawks fan, so it was five touchdowns to five receivers. Now yeah, that just shows that, yeah, yeah, he's not relying on one player, spreading the ball around. And the best of all was DK Metcalf beating off the defensive player of the year yeah. last year, Gilmore, uh, on that touchdown, just ripped the ball out of his hands as it was going down. Fantastic. Well, I mean, he is a bit of a... He's like the wide receiver version of Aaron Donald, isn't he? I mean, he's, he's absolutely ripped. He's huge. So, and he can run yeah. 4, 3, 40, whatever he can run. And so, if you get him, you get the ball, he's a beast. And, yeah, he look, the thing is, everyone thought, is he just going to be like a, a combine star and actually can't actually play football? He's a, he's a pretty well-rounded receiver. Like, he, can, yeah. he can do pretty much most things. And, yeah, he, he just were all over Gilmore. He proper suits Russell Wilson's deep game too, where yeah, yeah. throw the ball up and, and, and rely on your receiver to be able to like you know contest with the defenders. Yeah, he, he's had them in the past, but this this guy's like what six four, six five. You know, yeah. he's not going to get bullied by any defensive backs. That's for sure. No. You saw Gilmore's face when he sat down on the bench after the play, and he just looked like he was in utter shock. Like, what can I do there? Well, I mean, he's like he's a tight end with you know a Henry Ruth speed. It's weird, like. <laughs> He's absolutely yeah, he is yeah. yeah. Well, they were very impressive, the Seahawks. Although the defense didn't play badly in any shape, way, or form. But Cam Newton still managed to put up 397 yards through the air. Did very, very well. Another 40 on the ground. Yeah. He had the touchdown in the air. Another two touchdowns on the ground and only one interception. Cam Newton had a game. Unbelievable. And... All the teams around the around the league right now should be having little words with their GMs and saying you've all dropped the ball here because he looks very impressive. And the thing is, I mean, like we've said, who's he really passing to? I mean, Edelman's playing, but Edelman's probably getting on a bit now. He's not what he was three, four years ago. And to get four hundred yards passing with that team, pretty, it's pretty impressive. You know. Yeah, well, he had. He had Edelman's biggest game of his career was 179 yards this weekend with Cam Newton. And he also gave uh, Harry and Bird like 70 yards each as well. These, yeah. play, these players probably don't get into most teams, the top the top teams, and he's making them look fine. So, yeah, exactly. you know, there was always the Tom Brady thing of, oh, his receivers weren't fantastic. Well, Cam's doing just fine, so I think the, let's uh, see how he carries on. I think Cam kind of suits the offense a bit better, though, because they can... Uh... They can they can run the ball a lot better with Cam. So there is that. He does take a lot of pressure off the wide receivers. He takes a lot of double coverage off them. Uh, yeah, it does. Ball. So it does open up a bit, a bit more for him. But yeah, he played he played really well, even though he lost. I think that's why Edelman succeeded so well because obviously the, the linebackers can't just absolutely smash Edelman on his inside routes. They, they have to watch out for Newton. Yeah, exactly. 
Okay, we'll move on to the last game of the week, and it is and your game. And if I'm honest, <laughs> if I'm honest, we'll upset you. It was a boring game to watch. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Don't give me that. It was a boring. It was penalty, penalty, penalty. Nah. Boring, boring game. Just you're just happy. It was you're, just, you're, you're, you're just unhappy because I've slated that. Don't give me this crap. It was a beautiful game. Derek Carr. <laughs> Derek Carr is an average quarterback. You'll know his box score looks very, very impressive. Did you watch 28 it? 28 out of 38. I did watch it. I did watch it. 282 yards and three touchdowns. You know, that is a very impressive box score. But when you watch him, overthrowing receivers, you know, right. hasn't got a clue where, his, where the defenders are coming from, getting sacked. They were, calling, yeah. they were calling coverage sacks all over the place. It was just a bit of a mess, yeah, I think. But obviously, you came on top. Nah, you're, you're picking out a couple of bad players and slating him. Like, he, over, he overthrew, I think, once. The other time, Ruggs got pulled back for passing to Theron. So that's, that's could have gone. No. He, he, got, he, got, he, he missed. He got pulled back. He, must, he, missed, he missed Waller about three yards left as well for absolutely no reason. Nobody around him. No pressure. You know what, though? He had actually he had a really good game. And here's the thing about Carr. If you're going to compare, Brady is, has played the exact same teams as Derek Carr this year. They both played the Bucks. They both played the Panthers. Brady has three touchdowns to three. They played the Saints, I mean. Oh, the Saints, yeah. But the Saints, the Saints and the Panthers. Brady's got three touchdowns, three interceptions, 64-point completion, 6.4-yard attempt. Carr... Four touchdowns, no interceptions, 73%, 7.7 yards per attempt. He's better in every category than the best quarterback who's ever played. Yeah, when he's 43 team. years old. When he's 43 years Ooh. old in a new offense. Doesn't matter. Still, is it those, they've played exact same defenses. And he's put 34 points up each week. You know. I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what you sound like right, right now. If we're comparing it to English football, you sound like a Spurs fan. You're just happy with that mediocre, that mediocre performance. This is why you're never going forward. Until you get rid of, until you get rid of car, you'll never progress because you're happy with these. Comparing them to like 43 year old quarterbacks that are in the in the last year of their, year of their career. I'm comparing them because they played the exact same teams, and everyone raves about how much the Bucks are going to demolish everyone. And and actually, we've he's got slightly well, not as good a talent as the Bucks either. He ain't got Evans and Godwin out wide. He's got Darren Waller looks is obviously a beast, but he's got two rookies at wide receiver. You know, I don't. It's not like he's got this big all star cast. I don't know, I think well, I'll give you one thing. I'll give you one thing or two things. Sorry, Waller looked great. Twelve for hundred and three and a touchdown, and Jacobs looked very strong. Yeah. Before he left for, in, left for his injury, it's, I don't know how serious that injury is though. He came back on. He, I think he was alright. He, he sort of he didn't uh, didn't stay out for the full game, so I think he's okay. If that sounds it, but uh, yeah, that'd be a big. If we lost Jacobs, that would be a big loss. I've got to admit, he's the main guy. Um, and I'm not going to carry away. I think the defense. I'm not going to start saying we're going to win the division. It's still Chiefs division, uh, but yeah, it, it, I'm happy to the. I'm I'm happy with the Raiders beating the Saints. Yeah, I think I think second isn't off the cards, especially with the Broncos losing the quarterback and the and the Chiefs looking a bit dodgy. Yeah, that's why that's Chiefs. Sorry, the Chargers. Chargers yeah. um, obviously, this was the Alvin Kamara show. Uh, yeah. You know, thirty seventy nine on the ground, two touchdowns, nine for ninety five in the air. That was a pretty impressive game. But you know, what the worst the worst part thing about this game was that stupid fucking crane on the side of the pitch. Where um, Abraham? He never took Abraham out. Yeah, what was that about? Why was that? Yeah, that's it. Why is that? Why is that there? Is it? I don't know if oh it was amorous, but I was I was worried then because Abraham is by far our best defender, and yeah, I thought he would. I thought he was out cold. He looked, he didn't move. But, it looked like he was dead. I was. Yeah. He didn't move. I was thinking. Like, who's that? Like, that is a like, even if you've got the camera there, it's yeah. 2020, you've got spider cameras everywhere. Why have you got a camera there on a big crane? And now nah, that was stupid. I don't, I don't go after that, but yeah, that, that worried me a bit because I was thinking, uh, well, he is a he's by far the best defensive player for Raiders, like I say, so it worried me. But he, he got up, he was all right, it's cool. Uh, Very stupid. Well, that is all the games we've covered, so uh, that is pretty impressive. We've done that in quite a good time. And, We'll have a quick preview of the Thursday night game and then we'll have a little bit of a chat about Wales. So, we've got coming up the Jaguars versus the Miami Dolphins. Battle down in Florida. 
Yeah. Probably one of the most underwhelming Thursday night games I've seen for a while. But I don't know if I'm going to stay up for it. Yeah, it is underwhelming on paper, but to be fair to them, they're both they're both gone for it this year. They could be actually pretty high scoring at least. It's not going to be no one's going to care. No one's going to care. But it could no, be I think it'll be, a, it'll be a shootout. I think I think it'll be a shootout because you're right. I think it will, they both will go for it. They've got nothing to lose. Yeah, you know, absolutely tooth and nail for it. I think the Jaguars edge it out, and I think it could be another sixty point game where it's like thirty three thirty again with the Jaguars. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely going to come down. To, it's definitely been yeah, like you say, 50, 60 points put up easy. I think defenses aren't all special. I kind of don't want to go against Minshew because he's he's been playing well, but very well, very good. Yeah, I think the Dolphins Dolphins overall have a better team overall. But yeah, Minshew's been playing well. It's a tough one to call actually. Yeah, especially if Byron Jones out too. That's one of the quarterbacks done. That yeah, he could do very well. Yeah. Are you going for are you going for? Jaguars? I'm going for the Jaguars. Yeah, I'll I'll go I'll go for Dolphins just just because I'm. Yeah, I think overall we're a better team, but it could, you know it wouldn't surprise me at all if Jags Jags get the win. Not at all. This is, this is how much you want to go against me all the time. You see, we're on the Jaguars side then, and then as soon as I said Jaguars, you were like, no, no, I can't do that. I'm gonna to have to oppose him. Yeah, because let's be honest, I've got better opinions than you, so I've got to you know got to show it. <laughs> okay, well that's that. You wanted uh, what, what? What else we cover now before we go? You wanted to cover something, didn't you? I want to. I want to. Yeah. As soon as you caught me off guard last week and pulled a surprise, I want to. I want to give you some a quick bit of a uh, quick surprise for you. So we had two weeks. It's early in the season, but I want your early season overreactions. Like, who are you completely bailing out on and saying actually it's two weeks too, but. They're done. And who are you proper jumping on board the bandwagon for? Could be a coach, a player, a team. I give you my okay. I give you my more thinking. Uh, I am completely bailing on Kirk Cousins. He, he's. I was about to use Kirk Cousins. No, I'm not. I can't use Kirk Cousins now. <laughs> uh, I feel bad now. But Kirk Cousins, you know, I'm not a biggest fan of him anyway. He's he's kind of a bit of a garbage type quarterback. Like I said last week, he, he sort of gets stats late in games. Makes him look better than he is, but look at that Colts game. He was he was absolutely shit. And I I'll tell you who I'm bailing on. I'm going to bail on Michael Gallup. You bail on Michael Gallup? What you think? CD Lamb's just too good. Yeah, yeah. I think the the offense so far they've been in two like games where he's not had opportunities to score, and he's just not like the like the receiver too. It's been yeah. Cooper and CD Lamb. And then the tight ends involved, and then Elliot obviously and Dak doesn't look like Gallup's getting a look in. So uh, I was really high on him too. I was thinking he could be yeah. one of the contestants for one of the top spots, but nah, Fair I'm going to get away from him. Um, yeah. And I'm going to be hyped, hyped on. Um, who am I hyped on? Do you, do you want my mind thinking? Should we, should we, should we I'm, I'm going to get Russell Wilson. I'm going to get Russell yeah. Wilson. I yeah. reckon. Uh, I know I said Dak for MVP. But honestly, I think it's between Dak and Russell. I reckon Russell could take MVP. Russ, I, you know, and I, I think hope he does. I hope he does because he's he he's absolutely smashing it. He's been unbelievable. The way the Seahawks are playing too, I'm gonna say I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the Super Bowl the train. I you know I tipped him for Super Bowl, but I thought they might lose it. I, I don't know. They look they look good. I, they could they could definitely go all the way. Hundred percent go all the way. That's uh, my overreaction. There you go. Uh, well, my my, uh, my overreaction, jumping on board, I'm Justin Herbert. I am all, <laughs> after one game, I'm yes. all Justin Herbert. Like, I didn't know what, to, I mean, obviously, I didn't see much of him in college. As Oregon's not a, not a they're, they're an all right team, but they're not getting big national attention. Like, you see Clemson, Alabama, so I didn't see much of him in college to go off. He looks, he's a big guy, he's got a strong arm. Apparently, he's really, yeah. he can run the ball. and. All right, he threw a pick, but he's a rookie. First game, he was going to make a mistake. I thought he was, yeah. T- ignore Tyrod Taylor. Chargers have got to go with Herbert now. Just, just play. Yeah, a hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. So I'm yeah. But you know what? I, I like him too. And I, do you know what upset me about this though? So after him having an unbelievable game in my eyes, you know, taking it all over the trip with the Chiefs, so the the MVP two, two years ago, Super Bowl MVP last year. And he took him all the way, made and made him made him work for it. 
And then Anthony Lynn's like, no, Tyrod Taylor's our quarterback. Yeah. If he's fit, he's playing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I think he said something like, um, Tristan Herbert wasn't wasn't all uh, all there yet. You know, he's he's a backup for a reason. What are you trying to what? do here? That Here's was... the future of your franchise. I know it's a joke. Like I, I kind of if it had been trying to be a bit like um, you know coy about it, you didn't want to slate Taylor. <clears throat> kind of get it a little bit, but don't just don't just slate Herbert. He played brilliantly. It was yeah. I don't get it. He could, yeah, he could have worked that so many different ways. He could have said, yeah, we're working on different things in training. You know, yeah. Tyrod's uh, earned his chance. We'll give, we'll give both of them a chance. Anything. He did yeah. not have to go out all out and batter her because he played very, very well. I know. Crazy. But, you know, I'm, I'm on board. He's my quarterback. Right. Well. <laughs> Fantastic. Well... On that note, Scott, we will call it a day. I mean, if anyone wants to catch us on our socials, we are at the Quick Snap UK, uh, both on Instagram and Twitter. We will have our predictions game results on our um, our Instagram and our website in the next day or two. So check it out if you've entered. And uh, until next time. Peace out. Podcast Network.